Well, God's blessed us with another year, hasn't he? Yeah. 2022. Amen. It's good to be in God's house today, and uh, I hope you've had a great last year. Lord, I mean, a while ago, he said, I wonder what's going this year is going to hold. You know, last year's kind of all crazy, but it'll hold something, amen? amen. <laughs> but I know one thing, I know who's still going to hold it if time goes on. That's God. Amen. amen. He's, still, he's still in control of everything, very much so. I'll talk to you here just a few moments. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Yeah. I mean, we, we hear that quite often, quote that quite often. But if you really stop and think about it, man, that's a lot to be thankful for. Amen. A lot to be thankful for. Um, everybody knows, you know, a big old bull elephant. I forgot how many tons they weigh. It's, they're huge. And they've really got no enemies at all. And the only enemy they've got is a lot of times, I guess, you know, at times when two big old bull elephants get together and they fight one another. But as far as is anything threatened to them, they've got none. But the two, you know, big old elephants, you know, they get together and they fight, you know, cause of domination and stuff like that. And I think you can look some of this stuff up and you find out, you know, probably sometimes a big old a bull elephant will die because of its wounds, you know, from another big, that's about the only threat they've got is another big animal of the same. So all that say this, if we believe greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, only thing that can stop us is just that it's, us fighting one another. Let's think about it. I mean, you take that to church, denomination against denomination, or you take it deeper, man against wife, you know, all that. There's, you know, we're the only one that can kill ourselves. Or take ourselves out, or make ourselves sick, put it that way. And you can... You know, it's amazing today. They just—I think I got—I I think I still remember a little bit of school, not much, but there's just still 24 letters in the alphabet, right? 26. That was wrong. <laughs> well, I had 24 in my mind for. I left two of them out. You don't use the X or that now. Well, 26. It's, I don't know. I should have asked somebody before I said that, shouldn't I? <laughs> I bet J.D. remember back when I was in school now, don't you? <laughs> uh, it's amazing just that many letters can really use that many letters to destroy one another. You get thinking about it. I don't know why I'm saying all this stuff, but I'm just saying that we start a new year at you know, let's build up Jesus Christ. Amen. And if we let him reign inside of us, you know, uh, like I say, the greatest he that's in us in the world, we can overcome anything. Amen. We can't overcome anything. And I got thinking about, you know, the, something about destroying one another. I guess one of the great, you know, I mean, I know we're seeing Jesus Christ and being in heaven is going to be the greatest thing. But another great thing is just going to be just no sin there. Yeah. I mean, it's not my opinion, your opinion. It's just God. And which, that's what's going to be so great about it, to be there and just be able to get along with one another. Won't that be great? 
So I want us to this year as we take take on a new year, just remember, you know, we got something inside of us. If we believe what we say we believe, we can overcome anything. I believe that. I ain't said it's going to be easy sometimes. It's going to be something that's going to be hard. But we have a great future, and that future is in this Bible right here. It's in the Word of God. I want to go on this, uh, to the story. You can look it up if you want to. It's in Acts, the 16th chapter. Uh, it's a story about Paul and Silas. And I just want us, to, as we start out this new year, to think about, and you've heard me talk about this many times, and, but it's a great story. It's something that you know that uh, I look at it and I think, you know, how... And everybody here, I think, you know, like myself, we get down. We get aggravated. Amen. We get aggravated at God. And we're humans, right? I said aggravated. We'll say, hey, I'm just not going to do nothing. I'm just going to sit back in my corner and I'm just going to watch everybody do their own thing. I'm just not going to do nothing. I know we, some of us has done that. But... Through all everything you look at it, if we really believe what the Bible says, there's just two places that we're going to end up. We're going to end up at heaven or we're going to end up at hell. That's just plain and simple. And I don't want to go to hell. And we don't have to because of Jesus Christ. And you know, the Bible says, and we quote this quite often, all things work together for good than the Lord. Sometimes that's hard to find sometimes. And, and you know, we uh, think, you know, God, you know, he'll help us through anything. I believe that very much so. But sometimes, you know, you know we, we live in a time today, we live in a, in a religious world today that most preachers preach everything's great. I mean, I mean, if you if you you watch any you know or listen to any television evangelists and all that, I mean, most of them are that away, and that you know that's their thing. It's fine, but I read the Bible. You know, it wasn't that great all the time. I mean, it was pretty tough, but God brought it. God brought you through it. He brought him through it. And I looked at, you know, you look at some of the stories in the Old Testament to the New Testament and all the things that some of the prophets had to do and some of the men and the women in the Bible had to do. It wasn't easy. Amen. It wouldn't be easy to offer up your son as a sacrifice. But you know, the Bible says he done it. And God stopped him and said, I see your faith. And we went on to, you know, it wouldn't be easy as God looked down and seen his son die on the cross for you and I. But he loved us that much that he let it happen. Amen. So through all the life that we live in and life's full of troubles and full of heartaches and full of trials. But through all this, I want us to realize we got to worship. See, see the world can't take that away from you. The only way they can take a worship away from you, take it away from yourself. Amen. And I said that to say, I mean, I, I, let me re try to explain this a little bit. Because there's times when things, situations don't go good. I take my own worship away because I won't worship. Right. The world didn't take it away. I took it away myself. Amen. 
I took it away myself. But I think you look at the Bible, I think the Bible teaches this, that God loves worship. He loves the praises of his people very much so. And no matter what situation that we get in sometimes, we still got to worship. You know what I'm start talking about? Paul and Silas, you know, they went about doing God's work. And, and you read the story here, and I don't read it, most of you already know it, but you can find the 16th chapter, I believe it is. You can see the story here where they was doing the work of God. They was casting out demons, you know. They was uh, this, this girl, you know, that was a fortune teller, and, 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 and their masters got aggravated because it took money away from them, and and they got to a point, they got to a point that they got thrown in prison because of them doing God's work. Amen, come on. Amen. They got thrown in there because, of, you know, wasn't their opinion about anything, but they got thrown in jail because of what God wanted them to do. And sometimes we as God's people today, we're going to get in situations if we stand on the word of God. Sometimes the easiest thing is just to back up and let somebody else stand. But sometimes we've got to stand. We've got to stand. And I'm going to, I mean, next Sunday, I, don't, I, I, I may preach on, you read in Proverbs, I think this is a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. I preached it before, but I'm kind of leaning that way, you know, maybe for next Sunday. I don't know for sure, but... Everything you know is not balanced don't last very long. It gets out of kilter. And, and if you believe me for just a little bit today, things are out of kilter pretty well today. Amen. And what God wants you to do, or what wants to be like. And I'm going to try to get in that message, but you know, you can go put a brand new tire on your rig, and if you don't let the people balance that wheel, it don't do your vehicle very much good. Amen. Unless you drive real slow. I mean, it just takes a little bit to balance it back out. And today, if we as God's people today would take just a little bit of God's word, Amen. come on, and put it back where it belongs, things might be a lot better. Amen. I won't get too much further than that, okay? It's out of balance. We see so many people today that is so messed up today. They're not, you don't see nobody happy anymore. Everybody's mad. Everybody's in a hurry. They can't, you know, everything just, it's out of balance. It's out of balance. And God says in his word, an abomination of false balance. And we're trying to balance our lives and what God wants us to do by the, what, by the balance that man is trying to balance us with. Amen. And it ain't, still ain't balancing. Amen. I'm out of that for just a moment, okay? Get back to God. This what I'm trying to say is here. Paul and Silas got through in jail because they was doing God's work. And I think some of you, most of you, some of you agree with me here. Sometimes it would be a lot easier for this body sometime to not speak up for God. And you wouldn't get in situations. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. 
Paul and Silas, they just went and been with the crowd that day. They wouldn't got through in jail. More than likely, let somebody else do it. I know nobody ever thought that. Let somebody else do it. But God wants you to do it. And you say, well, God, I can't do it because I do this and this is going to happen. I do this, this is going to happen. I'm going to make that person mad, blah, 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 this and that. Then we're in trouble. Then we're out of balance. So Paul and Silas did what God wanted them to do. In the year 2022 that we live in, that we're living in now, God blessed us with, we as God's people are going to have to stick up for what God says. Amen. And we may not, you know, it's got so bad out of balance, it's going to, it's going to take a while, for, I think, sometimes for things to work. That's my opinion. Amen. But listen, if we stand on God's word, and what we're getting, in situations when hardship and trials and problems comes our way, this is my this is my personal opinion. If personal opinion, if we still worship Him, good things is going to happen. Good things are going to happen. See, some of us, you know, come to church and we're not where we need to be when we come to church. Well, we would need to be, but we left our worship. Amen. I'm not making any sense to anybody. It's hard to worship sometimes when things ain't going good. Amen. It's easy to praise God when everything's going great, the bills are paid, and we got plenty of food, this and that. It's good. I can worship then. But you know, it's hard to worship, you know, when you, everything ain't going too good. Amen. You heard me tell the story before, and when my dad died, I just, I had so much trouble with it. I was blessed. I worked with my dad for 20-something years. I mean, that's a blessing. And when God took him, you know, and I thought, you know, why, you know, worked all this life, you know, and just now I got to a point, you know, to enjoy life a little bit and took him away. I was over at the Lighthouse Church one night and, and this is my own fault, you know. I left for the church service over because I didn't want to worship. I didn't want to worship. I think I made an excuse. I wasn't feeling good. And I just left. I didn't want to worship. See, we kill our own selves when we don't worship. Didn't understand things. But you look now, as I look back as years went by, I understand a little bit more than I did then. All things work together for good that loves the Lord. I thought, you know, for the last, dad's been gone for 12 years now almost. I thought, you know, for the last 12 years, he hadn't had to suffer the things that we've suffered. Amen. But I didn't look at it that way. I was too selfish. And Paul and Silas, you know, as they got thrown in jail, who would have thought they would have worshipped in a place that they was at? Because of what they was doing. But the Bible says at midnight, 
Paul and Silas begin to sing praises unto God. At midnight, they begin to worship. They begin to pray. And they begin to sing praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. See, all through this, this is my opinion, that God had a plan on this whole situation. Because when they was in prison, the Bible says, you know, that when they sung and they began to pray and they began to sing praises, the Bible says the prisoners heard them. See, when the world can see you praising God when all chaos is going on in your life, they take notice. Because that's not normal. Make any sense to anybody here. That's not normal. But today I want to challenge you today. Because just as sure as I'm sitting here, there are going to be some storms this year. Amen. I don't know what kind of storms, but they will be storms. If you don't have one, you ought to be praising God through the whole year. <laughs> but more than likely, there'll be a storm. And my challenge and my question is today, what are we going to do through this storm? See, you look past the storm and see what's on the other side. Amen. Paul and Silas knew they trusted God so much. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, you know, if you throw us in a furnace, we're still going to worship you. Amen. We're still going to worship you. Why? Because I know God. And I wonder today how much we know God really to stand where we should stand. Make any sense to anybody? Amen. Are there room for growth? As me as a pastor, yes, I need to grow. Because I still sometimes have problems. Now maybe you got it all figured out, but I still have problems. Because it don't take much sometimes to get me down. But oh, let me tell you something, saints. As this year, as we come to close this year, and as we, they worked on the program out here in the new building, and as we, I sat out there the other night, and I thought, man, what God has blessed us with. What God has given us, God has given us so much to do so much with. Not just sit back and glory in it and say, man, just look what we got. We ain't got nothing. This belongs to God. Paul and Silas begin to pray and they begin to sing praise to God. And they weren't in a prison like they are now. It wasn't that nice. The Bible says they begin to sing praises unto God. The Bible says, you know this story. They said the jail began to shake. The doors begin to come open. And prisoners begin to be set free, I guess. You might, I don't know how all that went. But the Bible says the keeper woke up. He seen all the doors open. He started to kill himself because he knew he was in trouble. And Paul and Silas with him said, hey, don't harm yourself. We're still here. We're not running away. We're praising God for who he is. 
And the jailer said, what must I do to be saved? And he said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you and your household will be saved. I said, all that say this, not close. See, God had a plan when they was out there in the fields spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. God sent us let a storm happen. But look what came out of the storm. The jailer got saved. I don't know about how many prisoners there they heard, but they heard the word of God. And maybe when they got out, you know, they could went back home and said, listen, my Lord, I gotta find out what more what they what what Paul and Silas had, because they, I tell you, they shouldn't have been no re there's no reason why they should have been praising their God. Because they really got put in there in the first place. So my challenge to you this morning is know who God is. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Notice we still got to praise him in the hard times. And he'll come and visit with you. Do you believe that? I don't know if you got anything out of this or not this morning. I hope so. Next Sunday, I may preach on what I started preaching a while ago a little bit. I don't know for sure. Won't you be praying for me? But our world and our lives today needs to be balanced. It needs to be balanced. Let's stand this morning. Anybody want to come and pray for any reason? We ask you to right now. If you need to, come on. There's one come. Does anybody else want to come and pray with them? Anybody else? Amen. Anybody else will come and pray? Come on. Amen. In an uplifted hand, just say, remember when you pray. God bless you. God bless them hands. God bless you. God bless you. If you bow your heads with us, Father, today in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you today. Thank you today for this time you've given us to be in your house. I pray today, Father, for this family that's gathered here today, Father, as you would just reach down, Father, in the power of your Holy Spirit, Father. Just fill them right now, Father. We pray, Father, whatever they're asking for today, if it's in their will, Father, we pray that prayer will be answered today, Father. We pray for those that lifted their hands today, Father. We just thank you for this new year that you've given us. We pray, Father, we can lean more on you today, Father, than we ever have. We pray, Father, today for our country today, our leaders of this world today. We thank you so much for we see these miracles that's happened at our church today. We thank you, Father, for Brother Aaron being healed. We thank you for sending John back to us today. Father, we ask you to continue to heal his body. And right now, Father, we're just going to believe your word today, Father, that you heard these prayers and you're going to answer them. And Father, we just love you from the bottom of our heart. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.